Welcome back to Diversity Check. Uh, thank you to everyone who tuned into our intro episode last week. If this is your first time here, welcome. This is a podcast where we're Asian, a Cuban, and occasionally a Mexican American explore life uh, in America. And yeah, hello, 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 everyone. Um, it's Leah here. And this is Emily. And in today's episode, we want to take it back to freshman year college, which, to be honest, wasn't that long ago. It was 2019. But we want to tell our crazy little adventure and hope that you guys can identify yourselves through our experiences or maybe laugh along with us a little bit. So, Leah, where should we start? Ooh. Um, can we start with college applications? <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh my god, that was, that was a nightmare in itself. Ah, uh, I think, oh, uh, applying for college is the most, like, um, nerve-wracking thing because it's, like, it's, like, basically telling someone you like, like, how you feel because <laughs> you don't know if you're going to get rejected or, like, it's going to be the best thing of your life. <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of true, I guess. So, first day on campus... How was that for you, Em? Because, like, I know I wasn't with you or anything like that. Uh, Yeah, it was, honestly, it was kind of rough. The first, like, month, I'd say, at Syracuse, it was hard because I guess I'm really attached to my family, and I've never been anywhere alone, like, without them. So moving to New York from California, it was really tough for me that first, like, month to adjust to everything. Like, I felt really antsy for some reason. But, you know, once I get adju- I got adjusted... It was, I felt a lot better. I guess it's so funny because I remember the first moment where I kind of like sat down and I was like, oh, I actually feel calm for once. And that was at Eggers Cafe, third floor of Maxwell, with my black coffee looking out the window. And I was like, oh, this is the life. Like, this is college. But yeah. <laughs> That's, um, so how was like the whole process, like moving from Cali to here? Like, moving everything into your dorm and everything because I know like I have obviously a different perspective because I'm from um I'm like 15 minutes away from campus so like how was that uh it was interesting to say the least I packed way too much I brought like four suitcases full of things and to be honest I don't know why I packed so many clothes because I was so lazy during the school year that I just wore the same stuff every week you know so that's a learning lesson if you guys are going to college or freshman in college do not overpack because it is a pain in the butt to bring all that stuff back (laughs) but yeah it was okay I mean I don't know did you feel like you overpacked Leah um for sure I feel like I was like I'm gonna need this and I'm gonna need that and I'm gonna need this and I'm gonna wear this and I feel like I put a lot of expectations on what I wanted my year to look like and obviously, like, that never happens, especially freshman year. Like, <laughs> like you're like, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to study it this times, and, and and nothing works out the way that you expect it. But that's a good thing, because I feel like, um, especially, like, first semester of college is such a place, like, a time to grow as an individual, because so many things are changing all the time. You're in a new place, be away from home, or maybe you're, like, commute, well, commuting, but it's, like, it's such a time to adjust, and I felt like, for me, it was like the first time obviously being alone, even though I was like 15 minutes away from 
um, from my house. It was like, I'm on my own. I have to worry about myself. I have to worry about when I'm eating, how I'm eating, how I'm exercising, how I'm taking care of myself mentally. Because there's a lot of pressures on, like, um, a college student. And especially coming right after, right out of high school, you're 17, 18 years old. And all of a sudden, you're just, like, thrown into this. It's most, it's like, uh, it's like a mini society, I feel like. College is like a construct of like a mini society, if that makes sense. Yeah, I definitely felt that. I mean, honestly, I chose Syracuse because I felt like it was more of a community than like, say, like George Washington University. Well, it's kind of spread out on campus, but Syracuse felt very, you know, like closed off in a good way, I guess. And I think it was good for us, especially when you're talking about like our first time being really adults, like responsible for ourselves. It's good to have that kind of small sense of community. It made me really feel like an adult somewhat, I guess. Like, I, it's so funny. I remember going to the Barnes Center the first time that I got sick and picking up my own prescriptions. And I was like, oh, my God. Is this what it feels like? What? Yeah. It was crazy. And, you know, don't you think it was kind of an adjustment living in the dorms with the friends and stuff? Oh, for sure. I think the biggest thing for me, it was like, even though I was close to home, um, as you felt like a totally different like place because if you're like if you're a local from Q's Syracuse and you're listening to this you understand what I mean where like Syracuse City and Syracuse University are two totally different places in terms of people culture everything so when I first got on campus I was like oh my god like it felt like a total change but it was also super weird to like live with someone I know with my roommate and stuff we went through some like rocky times and it was just things that we fixed with communication and stuff but you're living with a new person and you have your habits and your you know your way of living and they have their way of living but you share a common space where you both sleep eat study and everything so it's like you have to put boundaries set rules and everything and like concentration is not everyone's favorite thing to do but I feel like college just forces you into like having to have confrontations mm-hmm. um but yeah bathrooms oh yeah. disgusting oh my god do not even get me started on the bathroom Leah I remember oh my god that was such a piece of drama for our floor I remember oh. but like going off what you said like it was definitely hard to mm. live with someone all of a sudden. And I feel like we got lucky because at Syracuse, they have these options for um, split doubles, basically. So it's like one room. You guys share one doorway and like entrance and exit. But there's kind of a partial wall down the middle to give some privacy. But honestly, even with that partial wall like in the split double, it was hard to adjust to living with someone in the beginning. And also like the shared bathrooms are really tough too. Yeah. I mean, I remember in our group chat, they'd always be like, you guys are disgusting. Yeah, and mind you, the dorm that we lived in first, our first year um, had, like, pods, which means, like, is one bathroom with toilet and a shower and a sink, and, like, you had, you could close the door. Um, other dorms have communals where it's, like, a line of toilets and then a line of, like, showers. But even with pods, since there was people coming in and out all the time and using the same bathrooms, 
It was it was it was strange. And at my house I have my own bathroom so like I take care of like how like cleaning and everything and how I like it to be. So having to like share bathrooms with people was like just an experience I'll tell you the least because <laughs> I remember I would bring myself to clean the bathroom before I used it. Oh my god, I was so scared to go to the bathroom every day. I would I was like Okay, with the shower caddy, I'd open mm. and be like, oh my god, hold my breath for like two seconds, and then look around. Dude, I remember one night, it was like 3 a.m., mm. and I was like half asleep, going to the bathroom. Oh my god, and okay, I smelled some weird thing in there, but I couldn't find what it was, right? I looked in the trash and stuff, nothing was there, so I said, okay, whatever, I'll just go to the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom, and then when I went to go wash my hands... The sink was full of barf. <laughs> oh my god! And I was like, I can't believe I didn't check there. Oh, it that I still remember that scent. Oof. It was dis- disgusting. Yeah, no, and and then when people started to um, smoke in there as well. <gasps> oh. <laughs> and I remember I had like a standoff with them because I was like waiting. Yeah. I smelled smoke. I was in your room at that time, and yeah. I smelled smoke, and I was like, whoever's smoking in there, I swear to. Like, higher up power that i'm gonna say something to you so i literally sat outside of your door waiting for someone to come out yeah that's right and because my um dorm was like right across from the bathroom cluster Mm. and but we never found those people but i remember when they smoked in there it smelled so bad Mm. because there's like no ventilation in the bathrooms No, no yeah we didn't have windows yeah Oh, and it was like you walk in, it's all smoky still. Oh my god! Yeah, it was it was terrible. Was, it was terrible, it was but it was an adventure for sure. Yeah, I definitely those m- memories make me laugh now. And yeah. honestly, I feel like we got really lucky because like our dorm was really it was like renovated. You know, it was nice, but also <laughs> we were lucky to make friends yeah. with pretty much oh, all of our floor. I loved our floor. They, that was yeah. that was like a little family. We would have like movie nights. Um, we would never finish the movies, but we had movie nights. <laughs> um, it was yeah. I I loved that for. I miss them. I miss, I miss them. them too. I know. I mean, hi if you're listening. Them, hi to everyone who was on day three. If you're listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know who you are. Um, yeah, they're all but they're mostly in. China and some of them are in Cali. You're in Cali and someone else's and then some of and other ones are in Syracuse. Here. Yeah. Yeah. So we're all kind of scattered. So we try to keep yeah. in touch with like via text with them individually, you yeah. know, but it's still hard. Not as easy if it would be on campus where we can meet up and still and do things. Yeah, but even but, with COVID and everything, meeting up is like super difficult yeah. too. It's not the same. Yeah. But I just hope everyone's staying well. Um safe doing their best they can with this whole zoom university yeah it's definitely uh different to say the least i mean i was just talking to you the other day over facetime about how like an essential part of the college experience is of course working hard academically but also trying to find that balance between working hard academically and then being social with your friends. Mm. And I remember when we were in person, it was a lot easier because, like, you and I would be, like, text each other, like, oh, you want to go study in the study room? 
mm-hmm. with some of the other kids on our floor. And yeah, we'd half study, but it would also be a social thing too, you know? Yeah. And that was, oh, that was like some of my best memories of last yeah. year, really. But it's also, I feel like with, um, and we're going to get into this whole COVID situation a little bit. I think it's that sense of community and support that you ha- that we had before um, when life was totally different. I think that's such an essential part of college itself because you feel like you're drowning all the time because you have work, you have extracurriculars, you have um, academic stuff that you have to do and, and you have your friends and trying to make connections and there's so many things that you're trying to do at once and just having someone that's going through the same thing and understands you is key and now that kind of like support has been hasn't hasn't been lost but it's definitely evolved into something else it's a lot harder to find that connection though really and I think um I think just part of growing up also and going to college is you know when we're younger we base our happiness on a lot of materialistic things Hmm. and I think college and part of growing up is realizing like we can find so much happiness and fulfillment fulfillment sorry through uh like human relationship uh yeah girl honestly now i get so happy if i have enough time to grab a cup of coffee before class like yeah for real (laughs) that makes me so happy or like if i have enough time in the day where i could just like sit for like 20 minutes or like 30 minutes and watch like an episode on netflix and it's like wow i did something i know it feels kind of nice though to have those free times like i don't know how to explain it but the free time hits differently when you're in school than in summer oh for sure for sure for sure uh it's the little things i think in college like you said coffee that use i loved walking to otto's juice box at syracuse and getting my coffee i know that we, was like the we, happiest thing i think towards the end we made that our thing but we yeah like walk to class and get coffee there yeah, and then we'd walk up the stairs to the mount. And you got oh. me into coffee, like, just pure black coffee with, like, nothing. I... Okay, guys, if there's one thing to know about me, I am a literal coffee addict. Oh, me too. I <laughs> say, like, both of us, maybe this is why our friendship works so well, because we just run, in college especially, I feel like we just run on black iced coffee. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care how cold it is. Remember when we had that snow day at Syracuse and we still ordered black coffee? It was literally, like, 18 degrees outside. There's video footage of that. Yeah, there's evidence, you know. We're, yeah. we're basic for black coffee. Yeah. It's just, I don't know why. It just brings me so much joy. It wakes you up, too. It does wake me it up. It really wakes you up. And I think, like, with coffee, it's so difficult for me to, like, have sugar, this, all that. Like, I would have it every once in a while, like, flavors and sugar and all that stuff. But when I just want coffee, I just want coffee, especially if I'm going to study and stuff. I, I don't want to have a taste. I just want black coffee that I can sip every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, it's really just like the little things that you can do to make yourself feel a little bit of joy, mm-hmm. especially in these times with COVID where a lot of things have been taken away from us that used to make us happy or excited. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, okay, so winter break. <laughs> that was like our that was like a precursor to COVID-19 qu- quarantine mm-hmm. except things were actually open but 
Because mm-hmm. we knew what was going on in China. Like, we knew, I, like, I, 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 around that time, we knew that, you know, this virus was happening in Wuhan and all that stuff. Like, we knew everything that was happening. But we never in our minds thought, like, that this was going to reach the U.S. so quick. Obviously, yeah. I knew that it was going to reach the U.S. because, like, traveling and everything. And now in today's um, modern society, like, people are literally moving across borders, like, every second. You know? So I knew it was a matter of time. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be so quick. Yeah, I think that's really all of us. I mean, I remember coming back from winter break and sitting in our dorm bed at, like, at night you know like looking through twitter and then like all this stuff was trending and being like oh my god this is crazy yeah we had the first the first case was in new york city right it was it was a man that um had come back or something like that right i'm not sure exactly the first case i just remember thinking wow this is so crazy and then like literally two or three weeks later Mm -hmm. we were all like sent home because it was spreading so fast yeah we I think oof, it lasted what January, February, and we lasted in college those two months I think and like and then we half like March thirteenth yeah that was like our last normal day it's so crazy how a lot of people remember the last normal day yeah that was wow it and, was we did, oh, <laughs> you're gonna hear it's saying just, like oh, wow a lot because like. We don't, we can't still put it shock. into words. Like, we, we, we're still not, we still haven't processed what exactly happened because there was a lot of confusion, a lot of miscommunication at times between the institution, like, like, SU and us, and then us, and, like, like, New York State policies that were being implemented, and then the rest of the world, and there was a lot happening, and every day was a new thing. Mm-hmm. So, I just, it was just, I remember, like, spring break came around, and I was supposed to go to New York City with my family, and they were supposed mm. to fly out, and, you know, like, a week before, they're like, oh, it won't get so bad in New York City, like, I'm sure it'll be fine, no. and then uh, your, it didn't. <laughs> your harmony was supposed to come, too, your grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's high risk, so they canceled their trip out a couple days before spring break, so I was just going to stay in the dorm spring break and then I remember you were staying also a couple days in the dorm so we just like for a couple days like the weekend it was nice because we just hung out with our friends on day hall who stayed and then Monday I woke up and my mom was like you need to get home you're going home tomorrow like we don't know if they're gonna shut down the domestic airlines no but I remember um because my plan was to go home Mm-hmm. But then I remember talking to my dad. I was like, listen, I don't know what's going on here. And I think I'm just going to wait it out because I think they're going to send us back like home for like the rest of the semester. So I just kind of like waited it out. And that was like the most painful thing. But I do remember you telling me like I'm leaving tomorrow. And I was like, what the? <laughs> and, and then I remember getting the official email from Syracuse. We were mm. screaming. You remember that? I went to your room. I'm like, Leo, oh my God, it's really happening. They're sending us home. Uh, I was crying on the inside the, the entire week. I was crying on the inside because also 
like the, our friends on our floor, mind you, they're all from Shanghai or Beijing, right? And the ones, yeah, who are staying for yeah, spring break. Flights were being canceled left and right, and like they were paying thousands mm-hmm. of dollars for these flights. And flights were being canceled. They were being postponed to like May. Um, so like everyone was like scattered, and I was more worried about them because I'm like, your home is like thousands of miles away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how are you gonna get back if they close borders and everything? So thankfully, a lot of them left within that first week, and then most of them were moved to South Campus because the dorm stayed open, obviously for consideration of those who couldn't go home. Mm-hmm. And they moved to South Campus and they stayed there for a little bit, and until they were able to like go back home. And I think most of them are there now, except like one that stayed the entire like summer. But. I was worried about them. I was worried about you. I was worried about me. Um, we were all just worried. We were a ball of stress <laughs> during those couple of days. I mean, we just didn't know what the heck was going on. So, I mean, it all happened really quickly, to be honest. Like, we got the official email notification. And then you, thank God you were there because you helped me pack up my entire dorm room in, like, a couple hours. I remember every then, two seconds, I'm like, Emily, let's breathe together. Let's... Let's oh breathe. my god, it was Let's such a calm mess. Down. It was like, I never, it was traumatizing. I'm yeah. like, I never want to do that ever again. So, no. after we packed up that next day, I was on a flight back to California. And actually thinking back, it's crazy because I didn't wear a mask or anything flying there. No, you didn't. That's right. You d- no, I think you wore a mask, though. No, I didn't. Okay, I said I was going to wear it, but I was like, no, nah, this thing is like, not even here yet you know like it's fine i don't need a mask so on the flights i didn't wear a mask but luckily um no one was sitting next to me i mean that was a dumb choice on me like if i would have known of course how serious it was mm. i would have 100 percent wore a mask but i just think like that was when they didn't mandate the mask before mm. but i remember sitting in the atlanta airport on my layover and watching cnn the news and they're talking about like shutting things down i'm like oh my god this is crazy yeah i remember you texted me in um that you were in chicago not chicago oh my god Uh, atlanta atlanta i can't think of chicago chicago was the flight coming back from Mm -hmm. la the first flight i think right yeah chicago okay i was like i know you had a layaway somewhere (laughs) but remember you were texting me and i was packing my room and I was talking to, like, our friends and our, like, Jeffrey and Harper and all of them. I was like, guys, she's 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 in Atlanta. She's she's fine. She's coming home. Because <laughs> we were all just super worried about, like, what was going to happen. Aww. And, like, professors, uh, I professors were so nice that week. <laughs> they were yeah, like, I mean, forget anything. We'll come back in two weeks. <laughs> I Yeah, I feel like, honestly, too, the professors were pretty understanding the rest of the semester because it was really new for them too and yeah. i even now like talking to the professors it's so much work to try to make everything accessible to students but yeah it was a little bit crazy i mean and then coming home we kind of settled down i guess like by the end of march but it was still weird i remember thinking like wow this is uh new i wonder how, mm. how long this will last and then, remember we all thought that the virus would, like, die in the summer because the heat <laughs> chokes on us. How naive of us. It I just know, gets stronger. How naive. 
But yeah, I, I think it's important to talk about like that transition where like, mind you, obviously there's a lot more things going on in SU at the time, at the beginning of the first semester. There was uh, the Not Again SU uh, movement, which I think is um, still very much happening because of racist incidents that happened in Day Hall, especially where we were living. Yeah. And it happened in our floor as well. Um, so there was, there was a lot of just very, there's a the lot of tension. The semester was already sure. tense. Yeah, there was a lot of tension, there was a lot of worry, and there was a lot of realizations um, from the students of, like, how, like, campus culture-wise. And so there was a lot going on, and then we come back, we have COVID, and then we're sent home. And all of a sudden, we have to take our, the rest of our classes and our finals and everything from our bedrooms. Mm-hmm. And I remember trying to find a space in my room, like but like my I had my desk obviously, but sometimes I got uncomfortable, so I would like move to my bed, or then I would sit on the floor because being within the same four walls all day long every day was definitely mentally draining. Yeah, I mean, it still is. Yeah, that was an adjustment, though, in the beginning. It was hard to be concentrated because it's just, like, such a sudden move and adjustment Mm. in March. But, I mean, it sucked. The rest of the semester was horrible. I have to say it was really painful to do. Yeah. But then we all thought for sure, like, because remember we thought, like, the summer would kill off the virus. But as it got progressively worse, we kind of realized, wow, this is going to be with us for a while. Mm -hmm. And then they made the announcement, oh, we're going to do hybrid, sort of, I guess, at Syracuse. So you can choose to do online. Hmm. And then that was, I was actually kind of hard for me to come to terms with, too. Yeah. No, and I feel like it was, it was, it was difficult to, to be at home at the beginning because we were still trying to come to terms that, like, our campus life was probably never gonna be the same again and Mm. it was also the fact that like home is not meant for taking classes or anything unless like you live alone and you have an apartment and you have nothing like there's no other factors there's no pets there's no parents there's no everything going on at least for me personally it was difficult and I took summer classes as well because I thought it was a great idea (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to take summer classes and keep myself occupied because I was literally going to go crazy in the four walls. I remember I didn't leave my house for two months, two months, like yeah. two months and a half. And then I went to my dad. I was like, Dad, I haven't left his house. Can we go to the grocery shop or something? Like, can we <laughs> go to the park? He's like, because I, while I was in school, like, I didn't leave my house for anything. Yeah. Ugh. God, looking back on those last couple, like first couple months, I can't. I still can't believe it. Really, it was like that. Like I remember last episode we talked about how we really thought it was just too crazy of a possibility that they'd just send us home, but mm-hmm. it actually happened, and it was just shocking. And then as the lockdown went into summer, I feel like that's when it got tough on a lot of college students like our age. I mean, I know I definitely had a tough time, like, March, April, 
May and then like beginning of June was fine. But then once you realize like this is going to be with us for a while, then it started getting hard. Yeah, I think it was very difficult for young people. And um, just as a disclaimer, we're not trying to make it out to seem like the end of the world. Um, we're just kind of going off of our experiences and how we felt because I definitely recognize, and I know you, Emily, do too, that mm-hmm. a lot of people had it worse. A lot, a lot. of people, um, people were laid off. Um, families didn't have how to pay rent. They didn't know how to even buy groceries. And a lot of people were going through a really, really difficult time, more than we were. I was thankful. Mm-hmm. I was thankful, not thankful, but I was lucky enough where my parents didn't go out of work. They still had work. Um, we still were able to, you know, keep our house running. I had a home. Some people didn't have that. Some people were living um, in rentals and stuff like that. So I was very lucky to have those advantages. I know a lot of people didn't. Yeah, um, and that's that's exactly, yeah, I feel exactly the same way. Um, I'm really lucky that my family was not, like, financially affected or we have a roof over our heads still, but it's just... We have to realize, like, this pandemic is once in a generation, like, literally once in a hundred years, and it has been absolutely crazy seeing how this pandemic has literally touched every one of us in the world, almost, in different ways. It does not discriminate at all. It does not, and you cannot plan anything around COVID. And it was was also really helpless because watching it sometimes i know i i I shut down my social media and my news for a while because i I was getting really overwhelmed seeing everything because i saw so many people suffering not only from the virus but you know um the by factors of it like everything that like it came with and it was just really helpless because like no one can do anything and then the government um did try to um send out the um those checks i forgot what they were called coronavirus like relief like yeah Yeah. the relief funds and that helped a little bit for people but some people were still like three months behind on rent and it's still like that today yeah It, it it's and this is just a very um not only historical moment in our generation, but also very traumatic for everybody in not only America, but, like, the world right now. Mm. We're all suffering. And I just remember watching the news from California about New York City when they're having, like, over 700 deaths a day. Mm. I can't. I still can't wrap my head around that number. No, and I think if, if there's a lot of things to learn from situations like this, but I think we... we the biggest thing that we need to take away is that we're not as different as we make it out to be. Like, because if you think about it, everyone in the world was pretty much going through the same situation. Everyone Mm -hmm. in the world had this fear of life just never being the same. Everyone had maybe, they had financial troubles because of the virus or they were just mentally um, affected because of the virus because a lot of people were, were... you know, loneliness starts to kick in when you can't go out mm-hmm. and see your friends and stuff like that. And I think that's the biggest thing that I saw was like, we're not much different from, from one another um, because, and that's a sad thing that we had to have like a pandemic to kind of realize. Yeah. But then. And, um, you know, honestly, I think 
this has, I mean, personally, I feel like we always like to think that we have a lot of control over our lives, but in reality, we really don't. Like, we can plan as much as we want, but life always has a weird way of taking us off the rails a little bit. <laughs> and I think COVID has really forced us to confront that lack of control that we have. And it's hard. It's a really hard lesson to learn. And you just have so many people have so many expectations for their lives. And like, this was never one of them. Oh, no. I, I think that what I learned from covid even from the beginning i'm still learning from this whole situation mm-hmm. i'm still learning from life i'm 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 very young still um <laughs> yeah we're only 19 <laughs> like we're very young um i think the biggest thing that i took was like it's okay if you if if things don't don't turn out the way you want it's okay if mm-hmm. you don't get the grade that you wanted like as long as i'm learning and i'm growing and i'm understanding my my faults and my mistakes and my failures and everything that's still okay because I can't take back you know things that I did like if I failed an exam well better luck next time (laughs) I think we we as young people as well we have all these expectations you know maybe from our parents maybe from our friends maybe from society itself maybe culturally I know culturally there's a lot of expectations on me yeah (laughs) And we just try to, like, please, not please people, but, like, achieve those things. And when we fall short, we are, we're very hard on ourselves. I know I used to be that way, f- like, freshman year of college because, like, things didn't go the, well, the way I planned, of course. So I was very hard on myself. Uh, I think social media is a big perpetrator of that, mm. too. Like, the comparison part. I mean, honestly, I was reading a tweet the other day about which is ironic because i'm saying social media is a perpetrator of that (laughs) but um i was reading a tweet about how if we had no social media we wouldn't be thinking our lives are over at 19 because while social Mm. media can be a great tool of change and like motivation i mean i'm not gonna be a business owner at 19 like i see some people Mm. but in my head i compare myself to those people at our same age and i'm like emily what are you doing with your life at 19 but it's oh. important to realize to like step back and say everybody's kind of on their own timeline. Remember how we always like talk about Billie Eilish and how she's like younger than us and she already has like so yeah. many Grammys and everything. Ah. Yeah, and like we admire people like that definitely for sure. Yeah. I'm like, what but am also, I doing in my life? Yeah, that's the <laughs> downside like, of it, I guess. Or like BTS, for example. Like I know we see them and like they're still super young. They're like below twenty. Like they're all from twenty three to twenty eight. But they've accomplished so much at such a young age, and we're like, wow, what are we going to do with our lives? <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. It's good to have those standards sometimes, but it also yeah. can be pretty toxic to compare mm. yourself like that. And I think I had to learn that the hard way this during COVID when you're, like, really forced to confront yourself and face yourself. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I think also it's not social media itself. Um most of the time it's also we're young and and being young is also kind of like a disability almost to the social world because we don't know how to handle all these situations we don't know how to take in content that might provoke us we're not equipped with all those tools that we need to deal with societal pressures and comparing ourselves and 
body image and all that stuff and that's perfectly fine but I think it's just another stressor that our generation has and we have to just learn to deal with it in a healthy way yeah and I think um this pandemic is kind of taking away the years of our life that we're supposed to Mm. learn from the mistakes that we make like we're right now we're trapped in our house we don't have much time or opportunity to make mistakes i'm not saying we should purposely make mistakes but this is the time in our lives where we make mistakes and we learn but mistakes are good and we get life experience yeah that's that's what i mean like we have to make mistakes to learn because making mistakes means you tried you know it it means that you gave it a, a chance because if you don't if you're constantly winning all the time like what are you learning you know i think yeah and i think that's what I've been having, like, both of us, or a lot of college students our age, mm. are having a difficult time coping with yeah. the fact that we can't really live our lives in the way that we expected to, I guess. Yeah. And let us know, like, if, if if you have a story or anything that you um, kind of just went through during this COVID thing, DM us on social media. Let us know. We want to hear. Um, yeah, we want to hear from you. I mean, I really think a lot of people are going through the same thing. And I, I like to dub it, like, quote-unquote, collective suffering. Because mm. that makes me feel better. Like, uh, we're not alone, right? Mm. So if you guys can identify with the stories we tell or the feelings we're feeling, yeah, let us know. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people are feeling this way. And it wasn't even um, then. I feel like even now, as we started the semester, I'm on campus um, Emily was supposed to be here and be my roommate. Um, mm-hmm. She's not, obviously. She's in Cali. And I'm here by myself. But even if I'm on campus, I rarely leave my dorm. So, yeah, it's not much Life's... of a difference. Yes, yeah, it's, it's changing. We're ha- we have to adjust, and we're all just in that adjustment period, I still feel like. But, um... Mm. Hopefully, we adapt to this eventually, and, you know, just keep your head up, guys, because this can't last forever, and I would love to think, the way I think about it is, there's a reason why we're feeling these emotions, Mm. and I hope we can learn from these emotions. I'm not going to say there's a reason why these horrible, like, this whole horrible pandemic is happening, but when we really face ourselves during this time like hopefully we can learn from that yeah and i think there's 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 a lot going on especially in the u.s <laughs> um elections are coming up um the president has covid there was a lot of protests um going on at the beginning of the summer and even now with brianna taylor and george floyd yeah. and everything going on and, and obviously we're, we're gonna acknowledge all these things are happening because um we would never turn a blind eye to very, very real things that are happening um, in this country, in this right, country now. right now because it's part of our life in America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just kind of coming to terms with all these realities and, and things that we we might have known about, but now they're becoming so real. And we're experiencing them real time. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, I think... Even with this podcast, we just kind of want it to be a learning experience. Experience. That's why we keep saying, like, we're learning. We're kind of just figuring things out because we are. We're only 19. 
we're in college. Yes, we're graduating a year early, but so it kinda... doesn't mean we know everything. Oh, <laughs> yeah, let me tell like... you that much. <laughs> like we're speeding things up, but that's another like stressor and worry for the both of us because I don't know about you, but I've kind of just been thinking about that decision. I was like, did I was that was that a good call? Like, should I stay yeah, back a year? Especially, especially now, but yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll see. We'll see where life takes us, and hopefully you stay along for the ride. Um, yeah. And see us and w- grow into young professional women. And like we said before, if you guys have any thoughts or you guys want to hear anything from us, please let us know on our social media. We really appreciate the feedback or any like tips or things you want to hear from us. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, we're open to anything, really. I feel like because we're just having a conversation between two sisters and yeah for real <laughs> hoping someone listens and you know finds a little Can bit take of comfort. comfort oh my god why did we just say that at the same time jinx well thank you guys for listening i think this that's it for this week but if you like this episode make sure to share it with your friends and subscribe let us know what you want to hear from us you can find us on our instagram at underscore diversity check and on twitter at underscore diversity check as well see you guys in the next episode stay healthy y'all take care